coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, we are wall-to-wall Apple news. As if you're not sick of it enough already, we've got all the coverage from Apple's event this past week from iPad Pro to Force Touch to uh, fancy watch bands. We're going to talk about it all. They spent two hours in a, in a media room in California talking about it. We're going to spend an hour on the internet talking about it. It's going to be a fun episode of Don't Panic. Join us as we talk the tech news for you right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 103, recorded September 14th, 2015, on fancy pencils, rose gold iPhones, and touching in 3D. Hello everybody and welcome to this edition of Don't Panic, the technology podcast that talks about technology. I'm Sean Jangs, and I'm joined, as always, by the Macintosh and Granny Smith of technology. Uh, they're crisp when you bite into them. It's Colby Rabidou and Dan Miller. Gentlemen, how are we doing this week? Well, we, Colby and I switch it up. I'm drinking a cocktail, and he's drinking a beer, it appears. Yeah. Well, this is one of my dad's beers. Oh, it looks pretty uh, pretty stouty. It's a it's a maple porter, uh, but so the the gimmick is that instead of just malt it's like the second sweetener is like uh not like basically sap from a maple tree like it's like the the un uh-huh. unevaporated maple syrup and and wow. what's your review oh it's very good i i've had many this is he he did the first one of these in the winter and it's pretty uh-huh. great he makes great uh-huh. i i had it's, his beer once he makes good he beer he, he also uh-huh. made an ipa this year that is that is also fantastic. Wow, we need to um, get on this. Yeah, so he he's uh, this this summer he grew his own barley. So right. I think I think soon his beer will be entirely produced out of my parents' yard. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that sounds sustainable. Yeah. That's really cool. It is. That's great. Well, if I I wouldn't have brought my seven up had I known that we were really really going <laughs> out here. <laughs> missed the boat that's okay um because we're here to talk about the tech news thanks everybody for joining us this is of course don't panic on gadgets the internet and you as we like to say um we've got some stuff to talk about this week but i'll remind everybody very quickly the website don't panic.io go there get everything we do the social sites the places to subscribe all the past episodes our picks each week they're all right there one-stop shop don't panic.io um Guys, I don't know what we're going to talk about this week. Nothing really interesting happened. <laughs> no, nothing at all. I mean, it was so, so boring. I mean, we can preview the Surface Pro 4 that's coming out <laughs> at the Microsoft event in a couple weeks. I mean, Apple already released the Surface Pro 4. Yeah, didn't, didn't, didn't it really? Didn't it really? Uh, yes, of course, we're here to talk about Apple um, and their big event this week. They're... they're likely first of two fall events if they go by their normal schedule um it was a two hour long event we speculated last week what they might announce what they might not announce and lo and behold um they announced a lot it was a two hour long event and it felt at least to me like it was rapid fire products just like throwing them at you as fast as you could handle yeah yeah it was crazy I was thinking about like I feel like this is one of the most more exciting Apple events we've had in a while. Like I guess most I don't know, was there anything that wasn't a rumor? Um uh, maybe some the, details that weren't. The only rumored. thing I was surprised by, like we didn't really know uh we didn't know anything about the stylus really. Right. 
Uh, and we also didn't know about the uh, the installment plan, the Apple specific oh, installment yeah. plan. So you can buy a phone off contract uh, through and, Apple, and Apple gets all the money, which mm. is brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, it really is. And also, I haven't done the math on that, but I'm considering doing it. So I saw an article that did the math on it, and it only works out out in your favor if you're going to keep it for a year. If you were also going to get Apple Pay, uh, then you save money. If you weren't going to get Apple Pay, then Apple you save more. Apple Care. Apple, Apple Care. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Apple something. If you if you weren't going to get Apple Care, then it's slightly more than you would pay through uh, a mobile provider. Yeah. How much is it per month? Depends on the phone. I was looking at this because you'd get the 64 gigabyte, right? You can't get the 16. Uh, the 64 yeah. gigabyte 6s, I think, was 36 a month. Hmm. So just that's... slightly more than what T-Mobile or Verizon or AT&T would charge you, who have all standardized on the same price. Right, right. And it's basically... But you get an unlocked phone. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah but this is through, like, their next plans, right? I think I think this is a Verge article. I don't remember. Uh, they were comparing it with the next plans so that, mm-hmm. you know, the idea is that you could then upgrade to the next iPhone the next year and keep paying your same amount. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, and you're not, like... And unlocked is such an overloaded term. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, unlock, unlock means you can take it to another carrier, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. every phone should be able to be unlocked for free. Uh, I think some carriers have weird rules, like you have to have had it on the carrier for three months or whatever before you can unlock it. Right. But I don't think that's that big a deal. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you still have to do it. And it comes, well, I don't know. I guess they don't come with pre-installed software. iPhones don't. No, iPhones don't. Maybe it's a, like a, a bigger difference for Android phones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I so, so I bought my iPhone outright, the one I have now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I haven't done the math, but I'm considering it because I think the new one might be cool enough to warrant doing that if it's... Uh, not a loss or not a huge loss <laughs> yeah i mean and essentially you're buying the new phone outright anyway you're just doing it in small installment plans and if any time you want to leave you have to pay off the whole value of the phone it's a micro loan in a sense right um, and so if you decide you wanted to leave or could i just pay out the phone and get the phone well that's or pay off the that's what I think is interesting about going with Apple versus going with an AT&T or Verizon is if you want to switch carriers, they make you pay off the value of the phone. However, if you buy it through Apple, as I understand it, if you want to switch carriers, because the deal isn't with the carrier, you can right. do that as long as you keep the same phone. Apple doesn't care who your carrier is, which is kind yeah. of cool. Yeah. Um, they just require you have a plan. They don't really say with whom. Interesting. I'll have to do some research on that. So you, that means you haven't pre-ordered your iPhone yet, Colby? <laughs> <laughs> Can you pre-order them yet? Yeah, yeah pre-order I already pre-ordered mine. Come on. Whoa, oh, look at you. So what'd you, <laughs> what'd you get, Dan? Did you go with the rose gold? I know no. you did. No. The Just pink the plain, aluminum. Plain silver, 64 gigabyte. And I went for the small one. I considered the big one, but the, the small one has the same camera as the big one now. Yeah. So now um, you're only getting a better battery life. And mm-hmm. for me, I'm trading that off of the inconvenience of the larger one. So I like battery life, but interesting. It needed the, the better camera also for me to really. I, I've been thinking about the big one because I, I, 
I feel like recently I don't carry my phone. Like I've either been either I'm on the train, in which case I'm sitting doing nothing, which means it's great to have a big phone because I'm sitting and doing nothing or I'm riding my bike, which means my phone is in my backpack and I'm interacting with it purely with like my headset and or and or my my watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that makes Uh, sense for you then. Yeah, whereas I have mine in my pocket all day long as I'm walking everywhere. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. It, I Sometimes guess I have to carry a bag and then it's, then yeah. you're just screwed. <laughs> I get, I think thinking about it more though, like when I am on the train, there's a 50% chance that I'm standing in which case I only have one hand to use my phone, in which case the big one is probably impossible. So I think I have to, I have to take that. Back. Although yeah. I, although I would say, well, I'll say two things. One, I thought the the S Plus was like, oh, this is it's big and it's exciting, but I still use a 5C as my work phone. And by comparison, my 6 is huge. Like, you know, the screen of the thing is so... Um, yeah. The other thing, too, is, you know, you think about the one-handed operation. First thing I think of is 3D touch, right? Where you're going to be able to do a lot more actions with a right. single finger that you may have had needed two to go. So that Definitely. that may make more sense. Yeah. If you if you like optimize all your 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 frequently used apps to the, like the right side, which of which, your... which by the way I will admit my app screen is designed to have certain apps on the right and certain apps on the left, and I've <laughs> actually optimized it based on my hand usage for each app. Yeah, mine's uh, based so on sad. the ones that I usually use on the train versus not on the train. <laughs> so totally I think I think the big phone because I've been thinking about this a lot. Uh, in in when I was traveling, when we were traveling, uh, two things you really want: better battery life and a great camera. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Ah, oh, the big phone makes perfect sense." Uh, but it's so inconvenient in your hand. But then I realized that most people in the United States, at least, and probably the developed world, at least, they don't they don't have this problem because you don't need to keep you need to keep your phone in the pocket for maybe like a, a quarter of your day at most and the rest of the time it's on your dashboard in the car or on your desk at work or right. on the coffee table at home you don't need to be carrying it around and you're never in a position where you can't use two hands to use it it's not like you're walking back to your house in suburban connecticut with groceries for mm-hmm. 15 minutes uh so maybe maybe us city dwellers are just not the target audience for this or only basketball players who live <laughs> yeah I, you know it for you know i just think it comes down to is your six not big enough if so would you spend a hundred dollars more <laughs> to have a bigger phone if the answer is yes then buy the bigger phone <laughs> you know i i i'm just happy that apple makes two really great phones we've got a lot to talk about in this announcement i want to make sure we have some of the key points but every time we do one of these apple events on the show we like out of nowhere, an hour flies by, and <laughs> we've, we've, we have to like hustle at the end to, to hit yeah. all the remaining points. So we're going to try something a little different here. Rather than go beat by beat in, of the event, instead, let's talk about the things that made us most excited as we were, were watching this or reading the follow-up or spending our hard-earned money. Um, d- does anyone want to jump in and go first? If not, I have no problem, but I'll give you guys the opportunity. What, what I- got you most excited about this event? I or, can did, go first. or what did you hate even? We, we can do that too, but go ahead, Dan. <laughs> uh, I was I I was pretty impressed with Apple TV probably the most. So Apple TV physically got a little bit taller, mm-hmm. but the interface looks so much better. Uh, the Siri search looks like exactly what I wanted. 
it really understands movies and what actors are in them and genres and things that are like each other. Uh, so searching by that is really great. The, and the fact that so you brought this up, Sean. You're like, oh, it's going to have voice search. And I was like, it can't possibly have voice search. Where are you going to put the stupid remote uh, microphone? Uh, it being on the remote, I think, works. You have to charge it more often. Uh, you have to charge it a lightning cable, which is well, li- going to be a little strange. They say three months on a charge is what Apple was quoted as. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's great. Uh, oh, I mean, it just looked really good. And the demo of the uh was it the mlb app yes oh my god i was like i i wish i loved baseball i know and then i saw (laughs) then i saw your your tweet over the weekend with your five computers watching college football (laughs) i don't remember but i was like man sean needs the nfl app like he would be all over that and i want that for everything and this is we we also talked about this i remember talking about this where and it we didn't crystallize it as well as Tim Cook did, but the the future of TV really being apps, and and then I didn't think about it where they were thinking about it. Where the future, it's it's the present. Uh, all the people watching, you know, I, every I I don't do this, like I can't. But every tons of people on the subway are watching things on their phones, and there's no cell service. So I have no idea how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it, in Boston, I imagine there is cell service. People must do it yeah. even more often. I do uh, it sometimes. I watch like talks sometimes on my phone, or uh-huh. like, uh, I started doing a Coursera course for a while, and I watch like the lectures on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I do it like once in a while. It's okay. It's kind of annoying because like if your if your screen locks, like YouTube shuts off. Yeah, uh, which is I don't think is their fault really. It just doesn't continue audio only, which is what I really want to happen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I do it. Like especially if it's it's long. The other day, the T got stuck in the middle of the road, and they couldn't let us off because we were stuck in the middle of the road. <laughs> uh, so, and I was like, I was literally a ten minute walk from home, but I had to sit <laughs> on the T for twenty five minutes while they got the T unstuck. Nice. Uh, and that that was, you know, I watched a video in that time. It was okay. I mean, yeah, I was mad, but I at least I had something to do. Yeah, and I think that the app experience on an actual TV could be way more immersive. As so the the MLB thing, they had like split view games, and you could bring up the live stats around yeah. or like overlaid well, and on notifications, the thing. which I thought was really interesting. Where they showed if, yeah. if something happens in a game, you can just tap and it'll take you to whatever's going on. Which is, I can't recall any of these smart TVs really doing that maybe like xbox and playstation a little bit but that that's kind of a new concept that has me really excited um, yeah that it can do that yeah yeah i I, uh i think out of all the things that happened uh i'm probably almost definitely gonna get an apple tv uh it seems inevitable (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm, I mean, they did. We talked about this last week, but it does have the stupid press a button to talk to Siri thing, which. I don't oh, it does. About. I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's you. It has Siri, but you have to press a button mm-hmm. um, on the remote, which yeah. is is whatever. The Siri demo looks kind of cool. Who knows what it'll be like in real life? Um has, has Siri ever worked like really well on the phone for you guys? Maybe I'm asking bad questions, but it's been really I don't know. mediocre for me. I think it works fine. 
I don't like to, I don't use it. The thing that frustrates me about Siri on the phone is that there's no like call and response. Like I, I, I frequently want to follow up and like you have to repress the button and I don't like that. Um, like I want to have a conversation with Siri, which it's obviously not. It's like a rough, it's like an approximation of, of, of a conversation and it works great for that first question, but then I want to keep going. Uh, So on the watch, you can do this because it's, it's all voice activated. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. So you have to say, Hey Siri again, but you can just pick up. Yeah. Yeah. I do. agree. It's, uh, I don't understand why it's so much better on the watch than it is on the phone. Like, Capability-wise, it does all the same things, but it's so much more seamless on the watch where you just turn the thing on, say, I'm not going to do it, <laughs> and then off you go. Right. Uh, and I, I don't remember, some last week I asked it a question and it, and it knew the answer and I was I was surprised. I think it, it was, it, I mean, I, I think I was maybe even asking when you can pre-order the iPhone in it. Yeah. Uh, which is not surprising as an Apple product, but right. uh, yeah. I think it's gotten way better than when it was oh, yeah. first released. It was like, set a reminder for tomorrow at 3 o'clock p.m. and yeah. text so-and-so, and that was pretty much it. Uh, and then everything else would be Google search, or it well, could do some like Wolfram Alpha stuff. Yeah, and that's what it is. I, I, what, I, what I'm missing is the practical side of it, and, and they showed a little bit of this with the Apple TV, where it's like, show me the Modern Family episode with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in it or something, and it like new. And it's questions like that. I, I, I had a I'll try not to. I had a small rash on my leg after mowing the lawn the other day, and I thought I got poison ivy out in the yard. So I, just for fun, asked Siri, hey, Siri, what does poison ivy look like? And she's like, I don't know what to do with this. Um, <laughs> and then I went to the Google app, and in three seconds, I did the same voice, exact same voice search, and they had yeah. a the perfect answer for me. I want yeah. that practical. I just want to shout a question and get an answer. Right. And I don't think it's there. I feel like... Um... I feel like Google will almost always win with the like Google searchable questions Mm -hmm. because I mean, that's what Google does. (laughs) I would hope they would win, right? Right. Anything, any like Apple's version of that is going to be sort of, I mean, not half ass, but it's just not going to be as good Mm -hmm. because that's not their job. Um, Yeah. But I think. I mean, I, obviously, like, where Siri is probably good is, like, device integration stuff. Like, if you want to set a timer, it works for that. Right. Uh, Commands and things of that right, nature. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I and it will get better. It looks very good here on, on the Apple TV. Now, let me ask you guys what you thought. We had a big discussion the other week on uh, gaming. And what would gaming mean on Apple TV? We got our answer you can play games on it. Uh, it will be you can play with the Apple TV remote. It's got motion stuff in it and the little trackpad on it. Um, you can also play using your iPhone or iPad as controllers. Um, it's included in the App Store, so you buy one app one place and you you know you buy it on your iPhone and you can play it on your Apple TV if they allow that. Um, but really, what they showed were very uh, what I thought were were more simple games, not really kind of like console quality games, but more sort of casual games, which I think is what we expected. Um, mm-hmm. Similar stuff when Roku came out with games, kind of that same concept. Um, what did you guys did 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 you feel Apple did games justice? Is 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 games a, a selling feature? Is it an afterthought? What what is games to Apple TV? 
What was that game you recommended that uh, I got on the PS4? It was like a party game. You could hook up all your phones to this thing. Or maybe you didn't recommend it. Maybe I <laughs> You recommended, recommended that to me, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I forget what that game is called. But, like, uh, yeah, you, I don't can, remember. you can have, like, six to a hundred people, depending on the game, hooked up to your PS4, and you can play these simple little party games on your iPhone. And it's a blast, or any phone. Uh, so I think... If if you can bring and it'd be really easy to bring those kind of games to the Apple TV and those would work really well. Yeah, uh, it's great for parties for you know with the family, and I think that's where it's really strong. It's clear that they that the console gaming part was an afterthought because they included this like controller API that you could use, but no one's going to have a controller, so why would you do it? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but like we're forgetting that already today, most people playing games are playing games on their phones which is mostly casual uh i don't think there's much there that you couldn't do on the hardware they displayed today mm-hmm. uh and beyond that uh the wii was really successful uh but short-lived sort of you know in the long scheme of things uh you can't play like the like the new the wii u doesn't even have the motion controller right or does it oh no it does okay okay yeah uh but clearly that was really popular. Like, I think they showed some tennis-like rhythm game thing. Absolutely. Uh, and that looks fun. So I think uh, the problem is going to be getting it in people's houses so that they get hooked on that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure it's as like, oh, man, I need to have this Apple TV like it, it's been with smartphones. Right. But I think that it was as good as I could have expected. I don't you know, expect gamers to like be like, oh, man, but... It could happen where, just like on the phones, five to ten years from now, uh, console gaming, in quotes, is dominated by Apple. But it looks nothing like what it does today. Yeah, I mean, for my money, Apple did their part, right? They, they, they've got strong APIs and software and app stores. They've got hardware that can power it. They've got all kinds of controller stuff going on. I don't know, short of announcing an Xbox, what more Apple could have done to get games going on this thing. If they had included a controller, which would have been weird. Well, that's it, uh, right? That's yeah. and, and I think allowing third parties to do it, I think, is as far as they could be expected to go with yeah. that. But but I think they're primed, right? It's now in the hands of A, developers, and B, consumers, right? Yep. Uh, so my my pick this week is a podcast i've been listening to recently that's kind of like atp but with different people and one of the people uh works at a game studio or she runs a game studio or something uh it's my pick this week it's in the channel it's called rocket Mm -hmm. uh but so uh she they were talking about that this week from i mean she obviously has a a actual game developer's perspective um and uh she was actually very disappointed with really like um one like one the fact that there's no there's no controller mm-hmm. and and the phone like the remote does not like it seems like generally optimized for the TV usage not for uh game usage and then the other thing is that the so i guess there are a bunch of like interesting app limitations on the Apple TV, so they can't your app your binary size, like the thing that you download from the oh, app yeah. store, can can only be two hundred megabytes. Ooh. And then everything else you uh, have to download like on the fly, and you 
uh, like there's no guarantee that you can keep it. Mm-hmm. So so you can have it like you can download it and use it for the session, but it's at the operating system's discretion when that will be arbitrarily deleted, Oof. Um, which is, uh, you know, I mean, maybe it's novel, maybe it's necessary, maybe it'll be good, but that's not how any other platforms work. So so she remarked that it may not be worth people's time uh, because generally it's it like because game development is is very expensive it behooves developers to target like to be able to target as many platforms in, as possible uh and her concern would was that it'll be so different from the way a ps4 and xbox or you know mac and pc work that uh kind of the the cross-platform development like game development environments like unity won't really be able to support uh, how novel that is, uh, at least right away. So that might might hinder adoption. So it was an interesting perspective wow. on that. Um, but in general, like, yeah, I think the the I don't know. I'm not sad about it. Like, I don't want to play games on my my Apple TV. <laughs> well, you have a PlayStation, uh, right? I mean, it's like yeah. Well, I have a PlayStation, and I like to play, like, real games. And to be honest, I don't really play phone games. And I think it would be fun for party games just, like, to have it. But what I really want it for is, like, a smart TV thing that has, like, actual third-party apps. And, 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 um, I mean, I say open, but a semi-open, like, app marketplace. Mm -hmm. Like, someone could make something crazy uh and they don't need to like partner with apple to to yeah. distribute that and i think that's cool that's cool enough for me to 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 buy one <laughs> well yeah so i wanted to go around the horn and get some final verdicts on apple tv before we move on colby you're probably gonna buy one i think so uh now, now question and i'll let everyone know it's 149 for the 32 gigabyte version and 199 for the 64 gigabyte version colby do you, do you have any indication if you're gonna go for the bigger size oh, man. No, I don't think so. No. Especially not, like, I don't think I'll use it for things that would benefit from the bigger size. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not planning on playing games. Uh, so, like, I think I'll probably just use, like, I, I would expect to be using it for Netflix, Hulu, uh, like, music or, you know, whatever else you can do with it. Mm-hmm. But really, Netflix and Hulu, so... I, I will say I am like the thing I want from my smart smart TV thing is that it has all the apps and like I use Netflix and I use Hulu and I rent movies on Amazon Prime. Yep. And there's no Amazon Prime thing for Apple TV yet, which crushed my hopes and dreams. I thought I had everything. <laughs> but yeah. it might like someday maybe i mean again it all goes back to you think of the the team of developers who say okay you have x number of resources and develop as many apps for the most popular platforms well i hope that the the amazon thing is that apple wouldn't let them no i as soon as they say app right isn't that the difference between what apple tv was and having an app store maybe i'm reading more right right i'm sure like amazon has apps on everything else like I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure Apple TV is more popular. I don't know. Actually, this is true. It's got to be around the same popularity as an Xbox One, just in terms of overall install base. So why wouldn't they want to have yeah. some dumb little app there? But 
Which, anyways, I'm sure we'll. I I'm pretty sure we'll see. I don't know when though. That yeah. Well, that's the question. That's right? an open question. Yeah. yeah. Um. Although I will posit the question: Does any? I don't think they said if the old Apple TVs were are are they getting TVOS? I looked that up. They're not. Oh. Yeah. That's a bummer. If you bought one. Bummer city. Bummer city. Dan, mm-hmm. Dan, what what's your verdict on the Apple TV? Uh, I I'll get one. I really like my Apple TV. Uh, You've had that for a while, right? Yeah, I like AirPlay. Uh, I like the iTunes. I I like I'll rent things on iTunes, be, especially because I don't find myself uh, renting movies and watching them on a plane or bus mm. or train as much as I used to. Yeah, uh, I think. But even then, I think the the Apple for downloading content onto a device when you won't have. Uh, a connection i like the apple stuff seems to work better like the the amazon stuff works but it's like "Ah, yeah i mean thinking about it i probably only use amazon because uh like i probably only rent off of amazon because it's what's on my tv and my playstation which whereas like i can't get itunes on those things so i guess there's no reason i couldn't use itunes for that but i do have amazon prime so like I do get whatever free thing streaming things that don't mm-hmm. exist on on anywhere else. Yeah, that's nice. But I don't know. Maybe maybe it's bound to happen now that now that it's like anyone can do it. Yeah, and and it's all going to be piecemeal for a couple for a little while. I mean that's that's sort of my thought is I think the Apple TV looks really great. Ask me again in six months. Um, yeah. Uh, today today if I had to put my money where my mouth is, I don't think I could justify spending twice as much on an apple tv than what i could spend on a roku and still watch netflix and hulu and these sort of you know default baseline apps so i you know i do six months down the line i think my answer will be different today Mm -hmm. it's cool i see the vision i want to see it executed i want to see developers i want to see apps i want to see games i want to see it in people's hands in their living rooms and see it really be it's like buying the first iphone and it's like, right, you yeah. know, a big difference. Yeah, right. I might like, I don't have a pressing need for it. So, so it might be one of those things where I wait and see the, the reviews, the yeah. actual reviews, not the, <laughs> the, the hands post keynote. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. yeah just, we'll see what happens. Remember the When's theme. that supposed to come out? Um, that it's is October, October or something. It's, it's definitely in time oh, for Christmas. That's pretty so. soon. Yeah. Keep an eye out for the pre-orders on that. Remember the future of TV is apps. Remember that. Um, all right, let's continue on. Uh, and I think, why don't we talk about... There really were three major things they announced, right? Apple TV. Let's go for the second. Giant iPads. Finally! Finally! Yeah. It took two years <laughs> of predicting they would do it. But they did it. And I'm going to say, uh, I take all the credit. You're welcome, <laughs> Apple. Um, iPad Pro. The iPad for the professional. 12.9 inch screen it's giant um a 9x memory chip um a 10 hour battery life four speaker audio setup uh super 5.6 million pixel display um as well as some accessories which will which uh include an attachable keyboard optional physical keyboard and uh, a stylus the 99 dollars apple pencil um Guys, what do we think? Uh, has any first of all, has anyone here pre-ordered an, an, an iPad Pro? Raise your hand. <laughs> With you guys, I can never tell. I'll be honest. <laughs> I just I want to make sure. <laughs> all right. Nope. It doesn't have the things that I need. 
Well, what do you need, Colby? Let's talk about that. What's missing? A command line. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's a good answer. Now, so what you're saying is if it dual booted OS X, you'd buy it? No, dual booting sucks. <laughs> okay, then let me ask you this. What if it was Surface Pro style where it actually ran Mac OS X? Maybe I would consider it. I mean, if that was the case, it'd be comparable to my my tiny MacBook. Mm-hmm. Uh, in which case, like, why wouldn't I have that instead of a tiny MacBook? Fair, fair. Yeah, that's, and that's that's yeah, what... but that's the that's the flaw with Microsoft's approach, though, is that you can't take a desktop operating system, plop it on a tablet, and yeah. it's just too leaky. Mm-hmm. The leaky yeah. abstractions, as we right. call them. Like they tried to, I don't know. You're right. They tried both and it didn't work. It was, it was super leaky. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I went into the keynote not being very excited at all about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you think about like what percentage of people working, doing work on a computer could do all of their work on an iPad, that's most of everyone in any business uh and then so they're just fine like if they could take an easier to use operating system that does things the way their phone does it uh they don't have to think about it uh i think they're you know they can go either way the artist thing though uh like music like with the piano and like the mixing board Mm -hmm. and like putting that on a dj stand uh I think it. I think it's a lot like the the Mac Pro in that they don't. I don't think they expect to sell yep. the, this to be a big seller, but they expect it to sort of uh, drive the platform a little bit. Or you could, you know, you go to that that music show with the the hip Swedish DJ. They're always <laughs> Swedish uh, in New York, and he has the iPad Pro on his crazy DJ stand. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Apple got their start in a lot of things was being seen as the the cool thing that you used to get art done on. Never mind the drawing stuff with with the stylus, as you mentioned. Yeah, I, I think the word pro says it all to me. I, I think that absolutely puts it in that same category as the Mac Pro, where uh, there is 10% of the population that actually needs this device, and Apple, I think, is okay with that. It's the same reason why you have the uh, 6S and the 6S Plus, right? Where do you really need two different phones in these different sizes is the difference really that big no you're just offering I mean, consumers a choice yeah like it turns out yes because some people love the big and that's one. exactly yeah. it right and some people there is some portion of the population that said i need a a big big ass ipad and yeah. um apple was happy to oblige so uh, to me it makes sense i just i just i'm just trying to think how i want to phrase this but i, I just think that this this will forever be a line item on a balance sheet and not a flagship device. I think they'll say we sold a bunch of iPad pros and everyone will say great. And they'll move on. And that's okay. That's fine. It's a cool device to me. What I really liked about the announcement were two things. One Apple pencil. Let's talk Apple pencil for a second. Okay. When they first put up on screen Apple Pencil with the picture of the pencil, it looked like an Onion mock-up. That was the first thing I thought. This does not look like a real thing Apple is announcing. And then they showed it off, and I don't think I've ever been as excited for a stylus as I was when Apple talked about the pencil. Because I'm like, (laughs) holy shit, there's a lot of... Maybe it's just Johnny Ive and his accent with the, the soft music, but it was like, oh my god, there's all this science in... 
this like little pencil thing and then they showed that you plug it in via lightning which was kind of weird and then your pencil like sticks out of your giant ipad um all of it was just very weird to me but i kind of got excited and i'm like you know what if i were an artist this would be really cool and i appreciate it for people who are artists so um i thought i thought it was kind of a neat a neat accessory and, and a very apple way of going about a stylist which you would say they they just might never do uh, and they <laughs> did so i think that's kind of exciting yeah. The other th- no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, I mean, I think it's as much as people, I don't know, like sassed about like see whatever Steve Jobs said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's necessary for the, the like to make this at all practical for who the people. It seems to be that this is going for like the target market. Mm-hmm of of an ipad pro um like it seems like a requirement like it's it's a real work thing it's a real art thing and the the sort of approximations that you get with i don't know like the styluses that are available now which admittedly i haven't really demoed but i've heard are like okay yeah but like you need something more than okay for this like and really probably need like some sort of hardware integration. So, yeah. And let's just remember for a second, Steve jobs wasn't always right. He was right a yeah. lot, but not always. He thought <laughs> well, the future of the phone was web apps. So <laughs> slow so down. Th- another, another thing someone pointed out on some pod, I don't remember it. There were so many podcasts this week, but they were, <laughs> they were saying like, it was like, think about the context. Like he said that at the first iPhone mm-hmm. event, um, like that was like a completely that one that was a, a long time ago. That was like what, like eight, eight years I, ago? I, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was at a time when like touchscreen sucked and yeah, the, the it didn't exist. Capacity, yeah, right. And it was also a different, a totally different device. Like the the you know three inch iPhone is not the thirteen uh, inch iPad Pro. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? He's he's not with us. Not running the show. That's anymore. a Tim Cook problem, right? Not a Steve yeah. Jobs problem, right? Um, yeah, I don't think you want to use a stylus to do almost anything on an iPad. Like, what percentage of things do you want to use a stylus for? Very few. And I never. Understood... I don't want to browse the web with a stylus. I don't want to respond to email or text messages or Facebook with a stylus. Right. Right. No. And and I mean that's why I think it's not like that's why it doesn't ship with the iPad. Like, yeah. Nothing baffles me more than people who use a stylus on their iPhone. That have you ever seen that? I've seen that. That that confuses the hell out of me. Yeah. Like, like I sort of understand. I, I if like you, if you're taking I notes, understand that's how. It. Yeah. I don't know. Like I sort of understand. Like it's a different. I don't know. Hey, like using it feels kind of good in a way, but it's not convenient. It's the like thing we, I don't find it desirable. It's the thing we've talked about all episode. Some people like it that way. Other people yeah. don't like it that way. Apple is giving you an option. Right. If you right. really love styluses and you want the best stylus on earth, guess what? Apple makes it, <laughs> and for ninety nine dollars, it can be yours. So yeah, I think that's neat. Um, 
I will just mention uh, a few details here. The base model of the iPad Pro starts at $799 for 32 gigabytes. Um, you can add LTE support at the different storage levels. The most expensive uh, iPad Pro is $1,079 for 128 gigabytes in LTE. It will come in silver, gold, and space gray. Now, Apple Pencil is $99. Um, and the uh, smart keyboard case is $169, uh, which means you're almost talking $1,200 by the time you max out on size and accessories at the high end. Um, in addition to the iPad Pro, they saw a new iPad Mini, iPad Mini 4. Power of the iPad Air 2 at $399. The, uh, the old iPad Mini will still be around at $269. iPad Air did not see any updates. Uh, anything else on iPad? Mm-hmm. Keyboard case? Keyboard case. Oh, yeah. Yeah, keyboard case is cool. And I love the the, the smart accessory port that they now have on the device, which is, I think, a lot... is a good option to have over just Lightning or Bluetooth. Yeah, well, Bluetooth is kind of annoying. Well, and and I found this with my, my iPhone, and maybe it's getting better, but I now have so many Bluetooth things connected to my phone that it actually starts to, like... stuff gets, like, bumped and, like, screwed up. Because there's too oh, much really? Bluetooth, and maybe maybe yeah. I'm doing something wrong, but I mean it's certainly like uh, Bluetooth is fast enough, but there's certainly some latency. So my my real question about the keyboard is that like I've tried to use a keyboard with an iPad before, and it's very frustrating because you cannot navigate at least in iOS seven or whatever mm-hmm. I was doing it in. Like, you can't really navigate around your iPad with the keyboard. Like, in apps, depending on the apps, you can do some of the navigation in app. But mostly, you're, you're like, if you want to switch apps, you have to do it with your fingers. And I found that very annoying. Um, so, I don't know if that's, that's a, uh, getting better in iOS 9. Like, it, I don't see any I think it does. It, yeah. yeah. Cool, because I mean that's I feel like that's that's a bonus not just for iPad Pro people, but uh, for for anyone who who uses a keyboard with their iPad uh, the, uh, because it, the, it was really annoying. The keyboard triggered iOS app switcher is identical to the OS ten one. Neat, yeah. Like app switching and just I don't know, like being able to pull up the search with a keyboard shortcut like mm. stuff that like is kind of required if you want a keyboard to be useful in t- input device um like that would be next next to having a command prompt that's my second like, <laughs> things i can't keyboard live support. without is yeah like needing to use a pointing device be that my finger or a mouse neat all right cool well uh, I'll take that as none of us are going to be buying an iPad Pro anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> although I guess most of us will go to an Apple store and play with one. Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Uh-huh. iPad Pro challenge. iPad Pro <laughs> That's a little too rich for my budget. No, I'm never doing it again. No, because he's going to keep it. <laughs> Dan did his challenge. We're going to get Dan. those who cried wolf. We're going to get Dan to buy so much stuff. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, Santa's not going to have anything to bring him because I'll already own everything. Um... So let's continue on because really, what was the star of the event? New Apple Watch bands. No, I'm just kidding. No one cares about that. <laughs> no, uh, instead, we're going to talk about the iPhone, right? New iPhone 6S, 6S Plus. Single biggest feature of the new iPhone. Everybody knows 
a fourth color, rose gold, a, <laughs> a, a pink. I don't know why they don't call it pink. I don't know what this rose gold BS is. It's essentially well, pink. Why is gold champagne? Well, and that's okay, and that's totally fair. <laughs> that's totally fair. I don't get it. Pink iPhone. Get excited for that. Same aluminum, now coated in something that makes it look pink. Um, I'm assuming science or something. Um, <laughs> no, uh, g- gentlemen, I, I certainly know what my biggest takeaway for the new iPhone is, and probably the only reason I would consider upgrading off of my current two-year cycle where I'll get the 7, uh, and that would be uh, 3D Touch. or t- uh, t- what, what 3D Touch? Uh, Force Touch? 3D Touch. 3D it's touch. 3D Touch now. Touching in, in all three dimensions. Um, yeah. As opposed to two, um, used to be known as force touch. Now it's three D touch, um, and essentially it just means it can detect how much pressure you're putting on the screen using. Oh my god, they have, they have the most amazing looking visual representation of how it works <laughs> with like nanoparticles and like electrical charges and all this. It's science. What you really need to know is there are two new gestures in iOS nine. Okay, if you're using a six S or six S plus, the first uh, peak and the second is pop. Uh, it's really, I recommend going and watching a video of how it works because it's kind of difficult to explain, but just know a peak is a, is a, is a hard push, but not the hardest push. It's kind of that medium push and it allows you to preview information. So it might, um, so if you do it on an app icon, it'll give you a sub menu. If you do it, um, on a picture in Instagram, it'll just show, it'll pull out that picture a little bit. It'll peak. Um, if you press even harder, it will then pop and it essentially takes you into that app or, you know, if you're if you're peeking at that email just quickly, but then you want to actually open it full screen in the mail app, that's when you hold it even harder and that makes it pop. Um, again, the video does it much more justice than I do, but it will be integrated throughout iOS 9 in, in all of the built-in apps and in, in the OS. They show an example of doing it with the camera icon and you could just one touch go to record a video or take a selfie, uh, those sorts of things. And of course, they did partner apps like Instagram and Facebook that will integrate 3D touch into their functions on launch day. Um, that'll be in both the 6S and 6S Plus, as well as the new iPad Pro. Uh, I can certainly just start by saying uh, I think this is really cool. Um, and we talked about this last week where I said it, it's got to be in the OS. This cannot be a gimmick mm-hmm. for apps. And they absolutely fulfilled that promise. And as I'm watching them do it, I'm like, this is the biggest thing since app switching or the biggest thing since Notification Center. Like, this is yeah. a huge deal. And all of the demos, even with like, being able to quickly access key functions and apps, which I do all the time, and you have to click a couple times, or um, being able to uh, like uh, 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 quickly preview emails. I, there were just a lot of things they showed that I said, this really makes sense, and I cannot wait to have this in my phone. I'm yeah. very excited. So, so I feel like the sorts of interactions this allows like really address my core gripes with my phone lately and it's that like i want to go like i go to certain screens of certain apps very frequently like i go to the set the status page of city mapper like at least twice a day Mm -hmm. um and i go to like i don't know like the the same playlist in spotify at least once a day and and to do that right now, I have to open Spotify and wait like 15 seconds or wh- however like 
unbelievably long it takes to open it on my state of the art phone, like my <laughs> my high end yeah. uh, phone, and then navigate through like eight darn menus to get to the playlist I want. Every time I want to use Spotify on my phone, it's so annoying. I do the same thing. I don't even need a Spotify app. I literally just need a button that says play this playlist because that's all I want to do in Spotify. Oh, my gosh, Colby. First of all, you're crazy. (laughs) Nice. I can't believe I've known about your music habits for some time and they continue to astound me. It's a, it's not like <laughs> I, I, I mean, I still like, I listen to different music, but I don't do that when I'm using my phone. Like that is not my core phone use case that that's like sitting at my computer on my laptop. Like, Oh, I'm going to listen to this weird thing now. Like sure, I don't yeah. do that on my phone when I want, like when I need Spotify, I need it like on my phone. I'm usually walking around or I'm getting on the train or I'm like stuffed into a million people. And like, I just want to listen to music mm-hmm. and that's when I need it fast. And it's never there for me. It's <laughs> too slow. All right. So that's, that's, I'm, I'm excited for this. I like it too. I was, I was also, it, it addressed all of our concerns about how they were going to do it. Uh, I think especially if if apps can be like a little bit smart about the actions you frequently take and expose those, I have no idea how it works. Yeah, right. That would be really cool. Uh, I have to think. I haven't thought about that <laughs> part that much at all, though. I don't know what things like that. Well, and it's again, it's it's Apple's made a system. It's all up to developers as to how they use it, right? Right. I think I'm, I'm optimistic that. There'll be all kinds of interesting use cases, but I compare this to Dan. You changed my life. I did. Maybe you don't know this. <laughs> I don't think I do. Like a simpleton, I used to go into my folders to open my apps, and I would swipe through pages of apps to open apps. And then Dan said, well, Sean, why don't you just use Spotlight? And I said, oh, yeah. what? And now all I ever do is just type in a letter or two and open apps that way. <laughs> yeah, that, like, that's what I was going to say when you guys were talking about arranging your apps on one side of the phone or the other. It's like all I need is the keyboard. If I can type things on the keyboard, I can get to anything. But that's such well, a – I, I think that's still like that's, that's inaccessible with one hand with an iPhone 6 Plus. Could be, like, yeah. That's, that's impossible. <laughs> yeah. And and just, a, I think, a great example of, of how an interface can change how you interact with something and just make it faster and easier to do it. And I think 3D Touch is going to be that. So what do, you, what do you guys think of, like, I've heard a bunch of commentary suggesting that they think that iOS is getting too complicated. Do you think this is, like, too complicated? Or do you think it's... I have my opinion about this, but I'd be interested to see what you guys think. Um, I think that's a, I think it's a fair point to bring up. I, I would say that I think when people first get their 6S, they're going to think it's complicated. And then in six months, they're going to forget about how complicated it was. And, and I think I agree. I would say the learning curve is more difficult than it's ever been, but I don't think it's too complicated. Is that is it a learning curve though? I think it has more capabilities, but it's not like it's true. You don't have to use them, right? Yeah, you can like, still you know, open your apps the like old my way. My favorite example is the iPad gestures. You don't need to know the like four finger, whatever scoop thing, or like the swipe up or the swipe over. It's really neat when you do know them. <laughs> but but I think for me, but I think that's a fair point because I I, I don't think force touch or. Th- 
3D touch is going to be, I'm never going to remember that, 3D touch is going to be that problem. But then I think about what is, I what is it, perception? Or, or what's the name of the new sort of like Siri predicting thing that they're oh, yeah. what in is iOS that thing 9? Called? It's not perception, but it's got continuum. No, it's not continuum. That's something else. Anyway, it's one of those things. It's things like that that worry me about getting too complicated because now you're adding features customers may not want. And, and you're kind of putting things in front of them that don't need to be there on like force touch, which is kind of in the background. So, right. But, but I, I do think that's a fair point. Yeah. I mean, that, that was my opinion, right? Like the, I think like force touch and like the swipe up menu on the bottom and stuff are things you could go through your entire iPhone life and never use them. Mm-hmm. And it, like, you'd still have as simple as an inexperience as you had on, you know, with the first iPhone, right? But, like, once you know these things, like, once you know Spotlight is there, once yeah. you know uh, that the app switcher is there, like, that's, that's like, great for people who are inclined to know that. Or great for people who didn't know and someone, you know, like, someone told them or suggested it to them and it blew their minds. Um, like, it's, it's like, there but not in the way. Like, they, they're not changing the... I mean, maybe this is not the case in in some parts of the app, the of things, but I I think as far as 3D touch goes, like they're not changing like the core interactions. They're like augmenting those interactions with these other other, uh, I guess gestures, uh, and I think that's cool. Yeah, I, I think people are more flexible to change than we give them credit for, and and, mm. and you know I, I just always think back to. Back, remember back in the day when Facebook used to change the timeline and then we got went from a feed to a timeline and then everyone got all up in arms. Oh, I'm signing this petition. Facebook, you got to change it back. And then like promptly everyone immediately forgot about it. So I, I just I, I think people are going to be fine. But Apple does need to be need to really keep that in mind, I think, going forward. Um Let's continue uh, more things about iPhone 6. Live photos. Have you ever looked at a photo and said, I wish this were a really short video? Well, you're in luck because now the technology exists. It's called live photos. So the way it works is when you when you have the camera open and you go to tap the take a picture button, what it does is it actually takes a second and a half of footage before the photo and a second and a half of footage after the photo essentially making a three second long video clip. Um, but it does it, it starts record. It's just always like mini recording and then you hit it. So it's already recorded previously and then it will record for a second and a half afterward. Um, and it makes a little live video live. They call them live photos. Um, and then you can tap, use some of the 3d touch features to animate the little pictures. Um, Apple says it. you will be able to post them to Facebook, and they'll be supported across all Apple products, um, and I'm sure there'll be other integrations with other apps in the future. Um, but uh, it does only work with uh, iPhone 6S and 6S Plus, uh, so keep that in mind as well as part of iOS 9, which, you know, I'm, I'm of the meh variety on it. I don't know if anyone has an opinion. What is... What uh... is... Go ahead. I was going to ask, what is only supported in iOS 9? Uh, the, the live photos. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, Google Photos has this, like the auto-awesome thing. It's yeah. pretty much the same thing. Yeah, if you take a series Except of photos. it does photos. it for you. It, right. it forces you to take the series. Yeah. yeah. I, am, I am excited about it. Uh, 
I like I the the stuff that comes up from people's auto awesomes are usually pretty great. Uh and but I mm. never take multiple pictures, so right. I think it'll be right. good. Yeah, I, I I don't see any downside really, unless it takes up tons of space, but they claim it doesn't. So which is a real possibility. Yeah, yeah. I see it very much like the selfie, which is like at first you're like that's kind of dumb, like I don't want to do that, and now there is a deep, there is a 3D touch shortcut to take a selfie <laughs> with a front facing flash and a five megapixel camera on the new phone. So uh, <laughs> yeah. you know people are, you know it's become a thing. So this could absolutely become a thing that it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah very harry potter yeah i don't know it's with you know we have the technology why don't we make photos better photos are kind of meh you know um <laughs> so uh, disrupting photos disrupt apple changing the world the future of photos is apps i'm gonna use that line from now on the future <laughs> of everything is apps the future of cars is apps um that did you see that uh that uh that little wink that what's his name the hair guy threw to us about the uh, the car when he was reading his oh, email. Yeah, and it was the unicycle and yeah, yeah. I like when they do. That. Craig Federighi is a he's he's a funny guy. I think that's the that's the most blatant thing like that they've ever done before though. That was that was a huge wink. Normally they wouldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Like they they do not talk about. Yeah, they, they don't usually acknowledge the rumor mill. I guess. Right. It's Tim Cook's apples. Yeah. And I like it. <laughs> um, Just a quick other few little side notes. New A9 chip built in. They say it's faster and better, unsurprisingly. Um, Also, new 12 megapixel rear camera shooting video in 4K, and it's all kinds of better Um, with, with like, sensor light bleed and, again, the fancy graphics that I don't understand the science, but they say it's better. Um, And a 5 meg- megapixel front-facing camera with uh with a flash that's uh powered by your screen that they say is three times brighter than a regular flash so that'll be great for your selfie game um you'll be able to get the phones at the same prices as the old phones still starting at 16 gigabytes at 199 um with the 6s plus at 299 and then it goes up 100 bucks each storage tier um those prices on two-year contracts now as we mentioned at the top of the show interestingly enough new ways to buy the phone Directly from Apple, two ways to pay if you go to Apple. The first is they just take the price of the phone, cut it into 24 installments, and you pay them, and you're essentially just you know a micro loan to pay off the loan over two years. Or what you can do is what I think is a little more interesting, which is their upgrade plan, which is that's where you're paying $36 a month, or I think it's at 27 is as low as you can go per month. Not only do you get Apple Care, but each year, you'll get an upgrade to the phone. You don't own the phone. You're essentially borrowing it from Apple. Um, and at the end of the day, they still own it. Um, but each year, you get it. You get the new iPhone. You get the next version of the phone. And, of course, that comes with Apple Care protection as well. Uh, pre-orders have already started. General availability on the 25th. iOS 9 will be released on September 16th. So in just uh, two days. Hmm. Any other thoughts on the on the, the new iPhone? We know, we know Dan's on board. Uh, yeah, 3D Touch is going to be great. I'm excited about the better camera. Mm. And honestly, that's about it. I knew it was time for a phone when uh, I opened up my messages this weekend and they were all gone. Uh, they have since reappeared. Uh, and but and not only were they gone, but 
half of the screen was my empty messages list and half of it was a compose box that I couldn't type into. <laughs> and then it would freeze and I had to force close it. I did this several times and I restarted my phone. So it knows when the new iPhones are announced. That's right. Apple's uh, little hint. <laughs> time to upgrade, Dan. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that's all I'm really excited about. Yeah. I, my battery life will get better. But yeah. that's, no, that's always happens. That's the idea. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Put it this way, I'm excited for my iPhone Seven. I will get next year. Um, yeah. When when my two year cycle is up. I feel like realistically, that's what I'll do as well. But I would. I would definitely, definitely consider the um, the Apple Care pay by the month, get a new phone every mm-hmm. year plan, only because I'm a Verizon subscriber and they don't do two year contracts anymore. Does um, wait? So does the Apple upgrade every year plan come with Apple Care too? Yes. Yes. Oh. It's just, it's just that at the end of the day, you don't own the phone. Right. So you can't resell it. There's no value to you. You're essentially just renting the phone from Apple. Right. Right. But if you don't mind that, which I don't, because I never resell my phones anyway. Um, I always have a bunch of extra phones lying around. I think that's exciting, only because I want a new phone every year. So. Yeah, I'm sold. That that that's interesting too, because similarly, I have like three old phones that are just around. Mm-hmm. Like my iPhone 4s is not really useful to anyone in its current state, but it is in a box in my house because mm-hmm. I have nothing else to do with it. So, all right, how about interesting crazy rumor time? Do you think this is one step forward towards Apple becoming a carrier? Because really, this this it's what a carrier does. All, 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 all they're missing is paying them the extra fifty or sixty bucks a month and getting access to their network, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, what would like what real benefit is is there in Apple doing the like T-Mobile Sprint thing where you like rent rent oh, airspace the MVNO from other style car- carrier? Yeah. Like, well, what is or maybe T-Mobile and Sprint do don't do that exclusively, but I don't know. That's I mean, no, I I agree. I'm not saying it makes sense. And and to, and to be honest, I think the only way it makes sense is you just pay Apple one fee, and your iPads on the network, and your iPhones on the network, and your yeah. Apple TV connects to the network, and your car connects to the network, and and all I, these. It, it needs to be a whole big thing. I think what this is is Apple capitalizing on the decoupling of like phone price and yep. cell phone price to get all the money for themselves. Well, their margins are better <laughs> if they sell the phones. They don't make as much yeah, money when Verizon course. does it. Right. So I mean, definitely, it makes like so much. Why wouldn't they do that? The carriers are just a middleman, especially like now that it's ha- like now that you know those that hand has been played. Like it's over the. The jig is up. Yeah, the <laughs> jig is up. Exactly. Like it's done. So now the carriers aren't doing anything, and and they're they're they're, you know, they you can see the man behind the curtain. Like exactly. It's it's much more apparent what's going on. So there's no difference if you're paying that thirty dollars a month to to Verizon or you're paying it to Apple. I'd rather pay to it to Apple because I hate Verizon. So right. Uh, right. <laughs> exactly. So we'll get excited for that. Um, I do want to quickly mention there's one thing we didn't get to talk about. Apple Watch, just so you know, new bands. We got new luxury brand by uh, l- new bands by luxury company Hermes. Um, <laughs> brown leather straps, which I'm sure will be very expensive. Um, 
Also, new <laughs> new pastel colored bands for the uh, Watch Sport. A new red band in collaboration with Product Red, um, and they're also going to offer the Aluminum Sport in uh, new finishes as well. Um, they did a couple new apps they talked about, and just no Watch OS two, which includes updates we've talked about on the show before, will launch on September sixteenth along with iOS nine. Um, and there you go. And, and also, they in the demo in like the background of one of the emails they were showing, they did mention uh, OS ten um, uh, would be released. What was the date? Was it September thirtieth? Something like that. Oh, that's what I asked Siri. Was the yeah the El Capitan release date? Um, it is something like that. Which is, These websites are terrible. Which, they 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 show up in the Google searches for things. September thirtieth. There you go. Yes. Which is, and I take you forever to get to the, the scrolling to get to the answer you wanted. Uh, and they never. The the Google snippet always cuts off before you get the thing you were looking for. September thirtieth surprises me only because if if we're assuming, and there are many people assuming, um, that there will be a second event at some point this fall, talking new Mac. Uh, products, uh, a new iPad Air potentially, maybe some more watch stuff. Um, if they were doing that, they would release OS ten alongside that event, wouldn't they? I don't, I don't think they are doing it. Well, it, it makes sense. If they're going to do it on September 30th, then I would say no, that seems unlikely. Oh, yeah, no, I don't think they're going to do another event. And just wait and do Max in the spring? Sure. Is that other processor coming out yet? Whatever the one, Skylake? Is that the one yeah, everyone's it's, waiting it's, for? It, they're announcing Windows products with it, so... Oh, okay. It is out, but... Maybe I don't know. we'll get a whole Mac event. Maybe we will. They've done it in uh, in March before, so it's not unheard of. Or they could wait until uh, June WWDC. Mm-hmm. That would when, be nice. when was the last Mac? When was the Mac... Uh, the, the MacBook Air... I mean the the Mac the, the, the tiny MacBook. MacBook. Yeah, it was in March alongside the watch, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess, I guess. Yeah, I guess that must have been right. But. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna have to tune into Don't Panic to find out, um, <laughs> gentlemen. It's, it's literally the only way you can find out. We, we got the ex- <laughs> listen. We have the exclusive on the Apple event. Literally, everyone has talked about. Um, <laughs> we don't have time for picks this week, but I will give everyone the opportunity. Any final thoughts on this Apple event, or the state of Apple, or Apple's products, or anything else on Apple, or have we just completely exhausted everything? I I thought it was like an exciting event. I'm like, I guess we knew most of it ahead of time, which is kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Like. I feel like some I don't know maybe it's just it like they've the media, they they've gotten so good at like harvesting Apple leaks that it's impossible not to um or maybe I don't know maybe it's a new Apple thing but I think it's fine like I thought this a, this was a good one this was a better one than we've had in a while Agreed I'm I'm excited about uh iOS 9 and I'm excited about my new phone. I like, and I want iOS nine on the iPad with the side by side stuff. Yeah. I wanted that just just this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then I even considered installing the like the release candidate or the the gold master, whatever the heck they call it. <laughs> it's too lazy. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. Definitely exciting event. A lot of products out there. Dan's going to have a bunch of stuff to talk to us about uh, next week because though he wanted his phone to have iOS nine. Um, is that, is that arriving 2. next week? 
uh, on the 16th. iOS he got 9 two arrives days. on Wednesday. On Wednesday, along with WatchOS 2. WatchOS so. 2, yeah. So, this is my iPhone ship, though. Uh, I don't think it ships. Oh, not for a while. Yeah. You probably, my guess would be, depending on how early you pre-ordered, mid to late October, probably. But I don't. I you would know more than I would. I don't know. Like I was just looking at phones, and it said delivered by September twenty fifth. Wow. I wonder how pre orders did. That that yeah, could be very interesting. Maybe, maybe that wasn't like a live updated thing. That's it, true. Maybe yeah. it said might deliver well, <laughs> September twenty fifth at the earliest. Well, and a, a lot of the parts are the same as the old phone. Like the size is the same. They even they even believe that a lot of cases will still work on the new phone that worked on the old one because the dimensions are so similar. Um, yep, uh, it says delivers by nine twenty five. Wow, well, hey, that's so not next week, but the week after. Pretty that. good. Well, we'll look forward to that. Everyone will have to tune in here to get first hand reports of all the exciting Apple stuff. Don't panic. <laughs> is the website. We do this every Monday. Uh, but go to the website. Links to all the social media, where to subscribe, how to listen, how to watch, um, all the links, all the everything. Um, and of course, follow us on Twitter at Don't Panic Show as well. Um, we'll be back next week with. Uh, hopefully no Apple news. Hopefully we will have lots of other tech news. Um, but until then, on behalf of Colby and Dan, this is Sean thanking you all for joining us. We'll see you next time on a brand new episode of Don't Panic.